Alright guys, what is going on? This is CJ, your friendly host of Neither Here Nor There, your local fancast for the Monarch Papers Persephone program. What is going on? Uh, today is the 11th of June 2018, and this is going to be the second episode of uh, Persephone, I, of my real coverage of Persephone post-arrival uh, of all the guilds in the Evangard base camp. Okay, so we start with Grimm, an Ebonguard inside of the dorms. Uh, so after everybody got settled, after all the events of the previous episodes, Grimm ended up ultimately doing a small bit of uh, magic in his room and sort of just exploring his dorm. And he experienced his first real bout of magic sickness in a fairly long time when uh, something that he was doing with his notebook backfired and gave him huge burns. Well, I guess not really big burns, but he scorched his jacket, uh, gave himself first degree burns on most of his fingers, that general kind of stuff, and he basically put himself into a, like, a sort of in-and-out coma for a day. Uh, his familiar, named Ferris, I believe it's an owl, might be an owl, might be a corvid, not entirely sure, uh, flew off to get Ginger, who is one of the other Ebengard. Uh, basically, she went over to Grimm, administered first aid to him, and generally watched him from that next day. Okay, so after this incident with Grimm, Remus basically woke up, uh, basically had been feeling quite uh, uncomfortable after sort of waking up inside of an unfamiliar environment for the first time in basically the entire time in Persephone so far. Uh, after getting dressed and sort of wondering about his condition, he won he wandered into Ginger, where they I who struck up a conversation with him regarding like their basically mutual states of unrest and uh, their uh I and and how Ginger was taking care of Grimm. Uh, Remus sort of talked about how weird everything was not being on the ship. Uh, they made, I, Ginger made a poke at him about his shoes and how he didn't wear them off of any kind of airship or anything. Uh, and they basically came to the conclusion that the Evangard dorms, although slightly damaged, seemed to regulate heat by themselves, which is quite an interesting effect of the guild hall. Um, after all this happens, Grimm wakes up to find the book had, I, his notebook, which had been scorched slightly, had actually been repairing itself, which... Which led me to classify it, um, along with the ability to basically write notes on its own, as a my minor artifact, I think. Um, after basically pondering about his notebook, he ran off to join Remus and Ginger in their conversation. Alright, so post-Grim, uh, or I uh, Grim, Remus, and Ginger, uh, Oracle was basically hanging out inside of the main guild hall and found five stuck inside of his ever-expanding rucksack, basically what I'm calling his bag-of-holding type backpack, where basically he fits an entire goddamn battalion in. <laughs> At first hesitant, because he didn't know what the heck the bag was, uh, Oracle approached the bag. 
Uh, I arrive soon after and noticing uh, the rucksack is five and five is actually calling out from inside the backpack. I decide to hang back and watch knowing that this will probably be a spectacle that I don't want to miss. Uh, Oracle attempts to uh, make his way over to the bag and opens it only to find it empty. I think that a practical joke is in play and decide to hang back watching Oracle attempt to defuse the situation. Uh, Oracle tries to pull five out of the bag, at which, um, a sheep or something else falls out. Um, I think that a practical joke is in play. Oh, wait, no. Uh, at his mentioning of falling into the bag himself, I decided to actually assist. I grab the bag from the bottom and flip it over. I end up ultimately knocking Oracle over, but also a sheep and several other things. And I do not manage to get five out. Um, I futilely try to pull five out on my own and manage to pull out an entire top drawer from a dresser instead with a 52% roll on a percentile dice. Uh, after that, I call for Oracle to help me and we both manage to pull out five. So around this point, uh, there was a pretty big lull in the RP, and so I decided to try and, and do a bit of a solo character arc, where I explored the fact that as a Balamora, I have uh, what's called Decay as an ability, and I also have like life, right? Because I embody nature's chaos and wrath and all that kind of shit with all the other Balamora. Uh, <laughs> so basically what that Decay meant was basically as my character comes from an already pre- built like magical family um he's been basically trying to hide his whole thing with decay and like death and necromancy and he recently has started to have his power fluctuate a little bit so after a particularly bad um outburst of power he meets a figure a sort of hooded figure cloaked thing in a sort of pocket space. After a game with a soul online versus a powerful artifact, I received the Black Book, which was my first major artifact. It basically acts like an enormous, like, 100-foot uh, decay spell, which is just... It was ridiculous. Um, after testing my, my new powers and coming to terms with the decay side of my body and my abilities, I sort of fall into a bit of a depression er part of my uh, storyline and sort of that continues for a fair while while everybody else does stuff and eventually um, I end up running into Cell who is making stuffed apples. <laughs> I attempt to find apples and come across a grove where I find a uh, woman who had died uh, a couple weeks ago after basically living in a strange hut in the woods, we assume since basically the end of the old war. Um, John, John, aka me, I start to realize that the book in my hands might not necessarily be, necess be benevolent, and it might not even really come from my patron, and I attempt to destroy it, where it suddenly starts chasing after me, screaming in a demonic language. Uh, I set it on fire, it burns to ash. Uh, I receive a mysterious orb from the house of the old woman. Basically, her ghost comes by and says, basically, take it. I don't need it anymore. So I I now have a new artifact called the mysterious orb, which I haven't given any detailed abilities or anything for yet. Um, after that,
after this, I arrive back with Sal to cut and make apples. Um, I cut my hand twice on a quarter and eventually give up. <laughs> um, I managed to ultimately just core a bunch of apples and Sal prepares and cooks them. After that, everybody in the uh, base at the time that was RPing basically all comes out to the courtyard and we enjoy a small meal, hanging out together in the courtyard for one of the first real times of relaxation since we arrived in Evangard. Right, so that was episode two of Neither Here Nor There. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um... This is only the beginning. There's still a lot that's going to end up happening. Um, we still haven't had Flinterforge arrive yet. We're still dealing with sort of like some of Sel I Like a bunch of our character backstories. Uh, John is still has a few secrets to give up. And a lot of other players have a lot of other secrets to give up, I assume. Um, but we're not going to go into that quite yet. And we probably won't for quite a while yet. Um... And we still have to do the entire appeasement, too. So there's still definitely a lot more to watch and a lot more to get into. So please keep sticking with us. Um, for now, this was neither here nor there. Above all else, wonder. <laughs>